Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Alright, for today's word, Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. If there's any scripture that I've meditated the most in the Old Testament, it is this. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert, came to Horeb, the mountain of God. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why? The bush does not burn. But when, and so when the Lord saw, he turned aside to look. God called to him from the midst of a bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. And he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off for the place where you stand is a holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. Hallelujah. Moses in the midst of looking after the flock and went up to the mountain of God, Horeb, and he saw, hallelujah, you know, you know, in the wilderness, in the desert, there could be many bush that burns, but suddenly a bush that burned and, and it caught his attention. A fire that burned but didn't consume. Moses was willing He said, now let me just turn aside. Now let me turn aside and take a look at this great sight. Hallelujah. Now that was one of the greatest moments of Moses' life. Just that turning around and taking a look. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's bush is still burning with fire. But are you willing to turn aside from the routineness of your job, from the routineness of your parenting, of your being a husband, being a wife, and turn aside to take a look at that great sight? Hallelujah. Our turning aside to look at the sight that God has could be one of our greatest moments. Hallelujah. God's, you know, uh, do you have a heart that is willing to turn aside? Or is it that, you know, I'm just going to come every Sunday, you know, that's enough for me. If that is the attitude that we have when we come to the house of God or when we walk with God, I want to say that you're, you, would, you would miss that burning bush. Hallelujah. Today God is calling to each one of us. And it doesn't matter whether you are in the secular, whether you are in the full time. All it matters is whether you are taking a, a, a deviation. Getting into the presence of God to look and behold at the great sight God has kept for you. Hallelujah. Moses was in the secular, looking after the flock of his father-in-law. But one moment, you know, it was after 40 years, he was in the wilderness. You would find time for God. I want to tell you, God would spend his eternity with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, uh, you need to turn aside 
The first thing that you need to do is you deciding to turn aside. I know I have, I'm busy with my work. I know that I don't have time. I know that I have, I'm a manager. I know that I'm a father. But I want to still find time. I know that I'm in a deep pain. But I want to still find time for this God. I want to witness it. It's in the moment of my greatest pains that I've experienced the Lord. Moses was probably in the greatest pain because of 40 years he must have thought, God, where is my promise going to you? I was called as a deliverer. I was picked up from the you know, basket. I had all these promises. But after 40 years, it was life as usual for Moses. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, not many are willing to turn aside. Because they think that if I turn aside, my this will come down. You know, what is going to stop this? Instead, we are just so convenient coming after, coming to church on Sunday after Sunday. We're not willing to turn aside and take a look at God. I want to tell you, when you look at that great sight, it's going to be, I won't say it's going to be an easy journey, but it's going to be a great journey. Hallelujah. It's going to be a great journey. You know, Moses, you saw something that day. When you are willing to turn aside, there is going to be a spiritual vision that the Lord will give to you. Certain things that are not clear, the Lord is going to clarify that. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to clarify that. Hallelujah. I won't say that you have every answer. I won't promise you that. When I decided to come full time, I had a lot of questions before me. God, what is going to happen to this? What is going to happen to that? What is going to happen with my investments? You know, who's going to pay my children's fees? Who's going to pay my, you know, Lord, my my uh, my uh, insurance policies? Who's going to pay that? Hallelujah. I remember talking to Pastor Jijo at that time. And he told me, to me, you won't get all the answers. All right? You got to look for that peace of God. You've got to look for that. What is God speaking to you? And turn aside. And turn aside. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it's not that every God is going to fill up all the answers that you have and then you come. I'm not asking you to come full time, but whatever is the Lord calling you. Whatever is the Lord calling you into. Hallelujah. You need to take some time off. I'm not just talking about your daily devotions. And when it is clear, then you will start seeing things clear in the spirit. I remember taking some time off for five days. I went to spend the time of fasting for five days. And by the third, third day, things were so clear in my spirit. This is what the Lord is calling me. Hallelujah. Things will become to be clear. You know, I don't know if I know, uh, I'm not sure if you know the TV of the 90s, the early 2000s. Yeah, you got to manually tune that, right? Yeah, so uh, some, some people are saying, yeah, yeah, because I, I understand that probably I'm part of that generation. Uh, I know now the TV tuning is on the remote. Everything happens a split of a second. In those days, you got to go to the TV and, you know, and somebody would yell from that antenna to say that, yes, we got it. Uh, so, you know, it is that. It, it, it's, it's, the signal is always there. The signal is always there. But we've got to tune in to know what God is telling us. 
We got to tune in. Hallelujah. I believe that Moses is probably in the crossroads of his life. Because 40 years, nothing has happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take a moment to turn aside. I want to ask you all of you to take a moment to turn aside. To have a great look at what God is telling you. Whatever the Lord is telling you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sense the Lord telling to some people that you will do things that you have not done before. God called to Moses was, was said he didn't do, you know, on that day, until that day, he didn't do all those things. He, he, he didn't go before Pharaoh. He didn't go before Israelites. Amen. But God, when he, was, when he took time to turn aside, God called him to something absolutely new. Hallelujah. I sense in the life of Sona that you will do something new that you have never ever thought about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what is this great sight that the Bible is talking about? Hallelujah. So there is a turning aside and there is a great sight. What is that great sight? God showed Moses a great sight. Hallelujah. Here we see uh, you know, the bush was burning but not consumed. That was a great sight in the eyes of Moses. Someone said like this, if you are a man on fire, people will come to see you burn. Some will be there to mock, you know, because they think that you're going to die. Some will be there to mock. Some will be there to genuinely want to learn from you. But people will come to see you burn. And that will be, you know, so uh, you, you and I being on fire for a, is a great sight to many. And the fact that we are not consumed, just like that burning bush, it burned with fire. But what stood, what stood apart was that, uh, uh, that this bush was not consumed, but it is still burning. And you and I burning with fire is going to be a great sight for, a many, for many Moses. Hallelujah. You know, we are expect, I expected myself, when I took the decision to come full time, I thought, Lord, I might be able to survive three months, six months. Hallelujah. And I understood that was just a survival mindset. Hallelujah. I need to have a conquering spirit. I need to have a conquering mindset. I am called to be a warrior like a Joshua. Hallelujah. And then the mindset will begin to change. But you said, God, I know that I don't have all the answers, but I believe that, you know, I believe that you will lead me. Hallelujah. Matthew 3 verses 11. Hallelujah. I indeed baptize you with repent, unto repentance. John the Baptist is saying this. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus is the one that is baptizing you with fire. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it will be a baptism of fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When people think, hey, this man is not going to survive for so long, but suddenly, just like that bush was not consumed, they will see you thriving. Because it's the fire of God. The profane fire of the world will consume us. But the holy fire of God will not consume us. Amen. Even though we think that it's going to, it's going to be the end of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The burning bush was a manifestation of the glory of God. 
you and I can be that burning bush. Amen. Hallelujah. You and I can be that burning bush. Moses didn't go to other bushes that were that were not were burning, or other bushes that was just being burned and consumed. He didn't go, but he went to the bush that was burning but not yet consumed. Hallelujah. People thinking that, hey, this man is on fire. But thinking that you're going to be consumed, that's a great sight. Because they're going to be disappointed. Because it's the fire of God. Hallelujah. I was shocked myself. I thought I'm going to be, it's going, I might last six months. Hallelujah. But now it's been two and a half years. Hallelujah. Great glory to God. Hallelujah. Only the bush that is burning are not consumed. Hallelujah. That will catch the attention of people. That will catch the attention of the lost. That will catch the attention of the backsliding. Thank you, Lord. You know, we see God showed Moses a great sight. When you look at the Genesis chapter 13, another person. Hallelujah. We can have good sight of our own. Hallelujah. 13 verse 8 to 17. So uh, Abram said to Lord, Please let there be no strife between you and me. Between my herdsmen and your herdsmen. For we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. And Lord lifted his eyes and saw all the plains of Jordan. It was well watered everywhere. Like the garden of the Lord. Like the land diffused as you go towards Zoar. The Lord chose for himself all the plain of Jordan. Lord journeyed east. They separated from each other. You know, there is, there is here is Lot that goes after something that is good before his own eyes. Amen. The Bible uh, mentions that Lord chose for himself. Amen. Moses went after something that God showed him. Lot went after that looked good. The well-watered plains of Jordan. I have good career prospect. I have a great, you know, package coming up. I'm not against all these, but hallelujah. But don't choose for yourself. Hallelujah. But I want to see the response of Abraham. No wonder that he became Abraham. Verse 12. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan. And Lord dwelt in cities of the plain and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. And the Lord said to Abram, after the Lord had separated from him, Lift your eyes now and look at the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. All the land which you see, I'll give to you and your descendants. I'll make your descendants as the dust of the earth. So that if any man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also will be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length and tent, for I give it to you. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord chose for himself. God chose for Abraham. That was the difference. God showed him his sight. You said, now I want you to look at every place. Where's the northward, southward, westward, eastward? Which means that the whole land I will give to you. Because you've allowed me to take the decision. Hallelujah. When you turn aside, you will begin to trust God to make the decision. Hallelujah. You may not know all the answer. 
Abraham, see, this was the beginning of the promise. It took many years for this to be fulfilled. I am not saying that this is whatever promise God is going to come, is going to land perfectly. No. Hallelujah. It might take its time. Hallelujah. But I want to say that all the promise of God is yes and amen. You allow God to take the decision. Allow God to take the decision. Today, many people are suffering from decision making. Hallelujah. Many people come to me, some people come to me and say like, I, I don't know, but what should I do in this situation? Can you pray? That is not a, you know, that is not a fashionable word. Can you pray? Can you, can you ask the Holy Spirit? Can you pray in tongues for a few moments? That's not a fashionable word today. We want instant answers. Because you know what? They've already made the answer on the inside of them. They're like Lot. Hallelujah. God showing a great sight is when you allow him to make the decision. Amen. Hallelujah. And it will be something beyond your imagination. Hallelujah. You will not probably imagined ever that this is, is this, is this what Lord that you have kept for me? It's probably going to shock you. Amen. The Lord said northward, southward, westward, eastward, everything I will give it to you. Because you have allowed, you have seen what I wanted for you. Hallelujah. uh, There are some Moses out there looking for a burning bush. So God is the one that, you know, you are the one that turns aside. But God is the one that shows you the great sight. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, there are many Moses out there. Hallelujah. That is looking for a burning bush. You and I, when we are called to be a man on fire in the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are going to be some lonely people like Moses looking for somebody. Hallelujah. Or looking for a burning bush like you. Moses was wandering in the desert. Looking for a great sight. Hallelujah. If you have the fire, I want to pray the next Moses will come to you. Hallelujah. You and I, we have a call to be a burning bush. To be that Holy Spirit fire filled with fire. Amen. Hallelujah. Not like, you know, you know I remember in, in, in some of the school days that I, I didn't go, I didn't like a particular uh, uh, time in my uh, school days when my mom had to push me to go to, uh, you know, go to school. Sometimes we are like that, you know, we are being pushed. Oh, if I don't go to church, I miss something. That is not a man on fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to be on, on fire. Monday morning, you got to be on fire because why? That's the, your workplace is the altar of God for you. Hallelujah. Tuesday, Friday morning, you know, you don't need to say, thank God it's Friday. Amen. You should say, thank God it's a Monday. Hallelujah. If a man on fire will say, thank God it's a Monday. Hallelujah. You know why we say, thank God it's a Friday? Because Monday to Friday, we are not in, you know, we, we are not in the purposes of God. Hallelujah. If you are pushing yourself to go to work. Oh, I have to go to work today morning. You know, that's, that's a man who is, on, you know, who, is, who is lazy on his knees. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 3, verse 14 to 18. This is a very difficult scripture. And I want to tell you, this is not spoken by the God of the Old Testament. This is spoken by Jesus. Hallelujah. 
and the angel of the Lord, angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say, Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know, I know your works, that you, you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot. I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich. I have become wealthy and I have become wealthy and have need of nothing. Do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed. That the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. Hallelujah. Look at that. God doesn't like a lukewarm Christian. When neither cold nor hot, and I don't want to say it's a disgusting to the mouth of God. That is why I say, I, I will vomit you out from, from my mouth. Jesus is saying in verse 18, buying from God refined, to buy from God what is refined in fire. There is a fire experience that God wants to bring on the inside of you. That will consume not your life, but on certain things inside your life. Hallelujah. And you will become like as pure gold, refined in the fire. If you are lukewarm, God wants to kindle that fire, ignite that fire in you. You could be a man or a woman on fire for God. Hallelujah. You know, it says, anoint your eyes with eye salve, verse 18, that you may see. When the fire comes, you're going to see some things in the spirit. Until then, be spiritually blind, or maybe half blind. And I want to pray, Daddy, that we will become people on fire for God. Dwight L. Moody was a tongue-tied, uneducated shoe salesman. One day he was walking through the streets of Philadelphia and the Holy Spirit fell upon him. And from that moment onwards, he was. they said that he was a transfigured man. God wants you and I to be transfigured into, into his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Adam and Eve, when God came in the cool of the day, they hid themselves because they were in shame. Hallelujah. You know what is the opposite of shame? The opposite of shame is glory. Today, hallelujah, God doesn't want us to hide because he has redeemed us, but he wants us to be in glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it is, God is not expecting us to be in the glory of God straight away, but to transform from one level of glory to the next level of glory to the other level of glory. And one day when he comes, we'll be fully in his glory. Hallelujah. That is the plan of God. To be in glory, not in shame. When you are in shame, you will hide yourself. When you are in glory, you will be out in the presence of God. Hallelujah. So to be on fire, what is the first thing that you need to do? You need to surrender to the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to surrender to the Lord. A bush that Caused a fire to burn and not consume is a helpless bush. Hallelujah. You need to lay down your rights. As long as you can run and go, you're not under 
You're not in God's hands. Hallelujah. If you say, God, I'm helpless. Here I am. Amen. God can turn you into a living fire. A bush that is not consumed. Yet would burn with fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to pray for a transformation. That we will be people of glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray that a baptism of the Holy Spirit upon each one of us. That, Father, that we will have tongues of fire sitting upon us. Hallelujah. I pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I sense the Lord making some breakthroughs in the lives of certain people. Amen. Certain job situations. I want to pray, Father. Let Lord, I want to pray your hand will come upon that job situation. Thank you, Lord. So first step is surrender. Hallelujah. Surrender before the hands of God. Hallelujah. Because, you know, the fire of God is not a profane fire. It's a holy fire. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a holy fire. And God wants us to have that holy fire on the inside of us. And Acts chapter 3, verse 1, uh, Acts chapter 28, verse 1 to 6. Now, when they had escaped, they then found that the island was called Malta. The natives showed as unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. You know, somebody or some event can kindle a fire on the inside of you. Amen. It's just the ignite, is this the initial ignition? Hallelujah. So so you might, you know, you can go to a pastor, you can go to a brother or a sister to be prayed for. They can there can be a fire that would come. Hallelujah. But that's just the start. Hallelujah. The natives kindled a fire. But you are the one that needs to keep the fire burning at the altar. Amen. To keep that fire burning at the altar. It's our responsibility. Recently I was talking to a friend of mine. And he was saying that, Oh God will do everything. Oh God will do everything. Oh God will do everything. And finally I understood that there is some problem with his belief system. I said, okay, the Lord will do. But... Uh, I have one question. Is God going to repent for you? Are you going to repent? When you do, when you are, when you've done a sin, would you repent or would God repent for you? I would need to repent. Yes. So there is a response that God would need each time that he has from you. Amen. Every time God wants us to respond. Moses had to turn aside. Amen. You can't expect God to do what you need to do. Amen. Jesus said it is finished. Amen. It is finished. Amen. But the works of the Holy Spirit in us is not finished. The work of the Holy Spirit in us is not finished. If the work of the Holy Spirit was finished, He would have taken the Holy Spirit from here. Hallelujah. So don't get into the wrong doctrine saying that, oh, it's finished, that I can just sit back and relax. Yes, you can find rest in the presence of God. But there are certain things that the Lord wants to change on the inside, which happens to the working of the Holy Spirit in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Attending a, uh, a fasting prayer can kindle a fire. 
a youth conference, going to prayer, going to castles can kindle a fire. But the fire is kept burning because of your presence, time with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So once the fire is kindled, Psalm 118, verse 27. Oh, this scripture has blessed me. God is Lord and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You need to keep yourself bound to the altar. Amen? The fire is in the altar of God. We have a temptation to come out of the altar. We have a temptation to, sometimes some people get up and leave the altar. Some people like us, we crawl outside of the altar. Little by little. We have to bind ourselves as a living sacrifice to the altar of God. Keep binding ourselves. Romans 12 verse 1 says, Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Amen. So bind yourself to the altar of God. So the fire keeps burning. I want to say the altar is ready. If you are there as a sacrifice, amen, God will send the fire. God will send the fire. Amen. Hallelujah. And the bush will not be consumed. We think we are, that's, we're going to be dead. Many things can take us out of the altar. So that is why the Bible says, bind it with cords. Hallelujah. Tighten up so that you won't crawl out of it. Many distractions can take us out of the altar. Our problems can distract us. Hallelujah. Our, our, our emotions can, can distract us. I wanted to, I wanted, at that time, you got to plug in and pray before the presence of God. I have a formula in my mind. If problems, then pray. If problems, then pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If emotion, then pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we can't handle it. Because I have... I have tried to handle the problem and burn fingers. Amen. And I don't want to put, put, it, put my hand in the wrong fire. If problem, then pray. Hallelujah. Simple formula. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So I want to, I want to encourage the church to be that living sacrifice available on the altar. Hallelujah. You know, when um, in the time of Elijah, when fire came down, he built the altar. He built the heart. He built the altar. And when the, uh, uh, when the uh, bulls were laid on the altar, fire came, even though there was water. Hallelujah. For God to send the fire, the, any hindrance that, the, that is there in this world is not a problem for God. God will send the fire. Amen. If you are there as a sacrifice, hallelujah, God will send the fire. And I want to tell you, it's not enough for God to set in the fire. We need to have a lifestyle of being in that fire. Leviticus chapter 6, verse 8 to 13. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burned offering. The burned offering shall be on the earth upon the altar all night until morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it, and the priest shall put on his linen garment and his linen trousers. He shall put on his body. Take up the ashes of the burnt offering which the Lord has consumed on the altar. And he shall 
put them aside on the altar. Then he shall take off his garments, put on the garments, carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. And the priest and the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it and it shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. Lay the burnt offering on it. And he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offering. A fire shall always be burning on the altar and shall not go out. You need to keep wood on the altar. You're there the sacrifice. The altar is there. The fire of God is ready. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I will baptize you with fire. And what is the wood? You need to keep, keep the woods coming in. Keep praying. Keep speaking in tongues. Amen. Keep reading the word of God. It is a fire. There is a, in the word of God, there is a fire of God. Hallelujah. Come for fellowship. Hallelujah. You will meet other people with fire. It will keep you burning. Hallelujah. God wants us to have a lifestyle, not of a lukewarm Christian. I want to tell you, a lukewarm Christian is a disgusting taste in the mouth of God. We vomit something because it's a bad taste. Amen. It's supposed to go in, but it didn't come. We popped it out. Hallelujah. And the lukewarm Christian, the God, Jesus is saying, it's a disgusting taste in my mouth and I will vomit it out. And God wants an on-fire Christian. An on-fire person. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.